All right, so Laura, I have to tell you something. I'm all yours. When I was in sixth grade, I cheated on a science test. I, it was on astronomy, it was on like general astronomy <laughs> facts, and I had forgotten that one of the things that we had to know was the distance between the sun and each of the planets in the solar system. You have to know that. I had forgotten to study that completely. I had studied everything else very closely, Shame. but I had forgotten that we needed to know that. Shame on you. And so, you know what I did? <laughs> I wrote the distances from the sun to each of the planets on my arm. I wore a long sleeve shirt and I took the test and I every once in a while would like open and look at what was on my arm. And no one saw you. There was a girl who sat behind me in the class. It was row, it was rows of desks yeah. and she was sit and she was sitting right behind me and she saw me and she gave me a dirty look. But she never told anybody. And now, Austin, I have a confession. I'm all yours. Tell me. When I was a sophomore in high school, so I was 15, in my French class, there was a junior boy who sat next to me every single day in French class and cheated off me. On the tests or on like on almost everything. I mean, it could have been like a worksheet. It could have been a test, an exam. He always sat next to me and he cheated off me. And he was cooler than I was, like in the social dynamic of school. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to imagine someone being cooler than me, but <laughs> he was a lot cooler than me, and he was older than me, and I let it happen. He never acknowledged it. I never acknowledged you it. You never said anything to him about when it. When I passed him in the hallway. When I saw him at social stuff, he didn't even acknowledge me. The only time he acknowledged me, essentially, was when he was cheating off me. It felt horrible. And it feels horrible to say now. Because yeah. I knew it was wrong the whole time. And I didn't, I didn't know how to get out of it because he was cooler and had more power than I did. All right, we're back with another episode of Potagogy. And you, so you all just heard... True confessions. True confessions from your, from your co-hosts. Sad, but vulner, true. Vulnerable moments. Yep. But today we want to we wanna think about this topic, both obviously for us, what you just heard, and also for our own students, you know? I mean, cheating is a thing that we... Uh, academic integrity, we, we think about it all the time here. It's pervasive. Yeah. I mean, cheating is is a reality. Yeah. Um, and I would say it is a reality in high, in everywhere, even yeah. in these like high achieving mm-hmm. elite institutions yeah. that um, pride themselves on having this like really strong moral right ground. moral code and yeah. the honor code is sort of sacrosanct here yeah. and we we talk a lot about this stuff about being an honest moral person and I feel like that it's one of the main sort of um, it's part of the part of the rhetoric. Sure, of being yeah. At this place. I mean, it's probably yeah. in our school motto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To be integral. Yeah. Our the motto here is fidelitas and integritas, fidelity yeah. and integrity. And yeah. yet there is a 
cult, an underculture of cheating mm-hmm. that I think is just true ev- in all high schools. I don't think it's unique. You know, I just think it happens, and and it's really hard. Let's start with the teacher perspective. Yeah. So, so have you ever been in a scenario in your classroom where you think kids are engaged in cheating? Yes. And yes, I see want seeing wandering eyes. Like I, you know, I mean, we have. We have these sort of like circle desks where I mean a lot of times they have like little pull out tables where like for a major test I might sort of like have them sort of so they can't really see each other as easily but for little daily quizzes yeah you know I'll have them I'll toss out the quiz and just have them all next to each other and definitely I've seen yep yep yeah some wandering and you eyes. can yeah. say I mean like I've said okay like eyes on your own paper yeah or, yeah you know um, this is private, mm-hmm. you know, assessments is, you know, I say whatever I can say, but it still happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll walk over. If I think something's sketchy is going on, I'll like walk over mm-hmm. and stand near yeah. the kid yeah, or make direct eye contact, mm-hmm. like heavy staring. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yeah. But it's hard because you, I, I find like if you're not 100% sure, it's really hard yeah. to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in a class setting like that. Like, when are you going to stay after? Right, right. I don't know. And then what about, what about like on papers? Like, what's your perspective on? Yeah, so like there, there you don't see the wandering right. eyes, but so I've spent way too much time googling, googling, googling quotes yeah. from papers. Yeah, sometimes I'm convinced. Yeah, sometimes read a paper and I'm like, huh? Yeah, like there's no way. There's huh? no way. <laughs> did you write that? Did yeah. you write this? Yeah. Did you really say that? That? Or did your mom say it? Yeah. Right. Did I mean, your tutor say it? Yeah. Did your roommate say it? Yeah. Yeah. It might not have come from an internet source. Right. Right. But, but I definitely have gone into the gone into the depths of the internet totally. trying to find these things, which feels my. I mean, it is definitely wrong. I feel it's almost like I'm a spy in those moments. Know. You know, like it feels even if it is in search of justice yeah. you know like trying to sort of like um fun, you know like um point out a wrong a moment of wrongdoing mm-hmm. do you think it there's so um, like a more yeah. wrong like so like if you're it's a true or false quiz reading three point reading quiz and an eye wanders is that like worse or than a kid who takes a paragraph from a online source you know part of it you know it's interesting because part of it part of me wants to say that the wandering eye is not as bad because right, yeah. because it's so it's so easy to do that it's so easy to sort of yeah, like shift the eye right, versus right. like the sort of like intent and of go, the calculation yeah. of going and looking online. Yes, but at the same time, I mean, starting to think a little bit about sort of the student perspective on this, and I tell my students this when we talk about academic integrity in class. It is so so easy for them to cheat on papers now. I know. With how much information is there yeah. online about many of the texts we read, yeah. how accessible just online stuff is, you know, they're like we have devices all around us. Yep. You know, it's almost like there are an infinite number of paths that are the wrong way, mm-hmm. and there's this one tiny little path that's the right way, right? And yeah. it certainly takes a lot of sort of both fidelity and integrity yeah. to sort of like stay on that path. But it's almost, to, in some sense, to me, it's the same as the wand, as the wandering eye. You know, it's it takes like fidelity and integrity to keep your eyes on your own paper, 
but it's so easy to sort of swing your head and look at what's happening over here. Totally. And you might not even, like, you might be sitting next to, some, I, I imagine yeah, the student yeah. might be sitting next to someone, and they're wandering, their eyes wandering, but they, and they don't even need to cheat, but because it's there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know the information, I don't need to cheat, I'm 100% confident in my test, Right. but because it's right there, there and I'm not sudden, supposed to do it, maybe I did. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. So... But Which, that seems to say, like, it's easier to do the wandering eye thing, but I, you know, or not as bad, right? It's me, right. But I don't know. I mean, I like, I mean, we are putting things into Google all the time yeah. in our world, you know? So it's, it's sort of out of line and something, right? Or it's, it's, it's different than what we are doing in our normal lives to say, like, in the rest of your life, Google away. Mm-hmm. But here, mm-hmm. right, you're like, no, no Google. Right. Yeah. You know? I and it should be a wrong is a wrong. Like yeah. it should be that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I but I'm with you. I find it like if if um if a student takes an entire paragraph from a paper, that seems to me worse mm-hmm. than the one. And I think I honestly in our sort of like we have this like judicial system here, yeah. students and faculty committee, I think would be judged more but, harshly. Yeah, probably you know? true. Um uh, but here's the thing, like do I come up with my own thesis statement for class every day and yeah. uh, design my lesson 100% mine? Not every time. No, no. I look up and find articles that I want to bring in sure. or find how an, I ask a colleague how another teacher did it and then I might do it because I like their idea. Yeah. I mean... And that's that, cer- that certainly is readily accepted. That's you know? collaboration. Like we, we, talk, like, we talk about like... <laughs> copying off each other all the time yeah. and sort of like what assignment are you doing oh can I give that assignment like spruce up a couple things about it for my yeah. class and then so okay so here's the thing it's in my opinion illustrative of a larger systematic mm-hmm. pressure yeah uh, that values achievement and competition yeah and that's why it's so ubiquitous on campus yeah and everywhere really that's certainly how I felt with my little sixth grade situation. You know, I mean, I yeah. had just I had just come to a new school. I had just started a new school in sixth grade. It was maybe like end of the end of the fall. We were in trimesters there, so like the end of the fall trimester. Um, so I was still relatively new, and I so thought that 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 when that when I walked into class or when I walked into school that day and was talking to friends about the test and realized that I had forgotten to study this key part of it. Yep. I so thought that my lack of knowledge about that was going to be sort of a referendum on my entire experience at the school so far. Yep. And that I, if I had missed that part, which looking back was like this teeny part, like totally. I mean, there was lots of other, there was lots yeah. of other material on the test that I had studied pretty well. Um, I, I was so nervous that that was going to be the, like the start of this sort of like downward curve, you know? Yeah. Um, it, so it was the need for, sh- for appearance, uh, the need yeah. to uh, prove yourself yeah. in that moment. Yeah. And so that goes along with the theory about achievement. I mean, it was the need to achieve the highest. Yeah. The highest Absolutely. grade. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and that, and you know, I mean, it's hard because we said, I mean, we've said like cheating is sort of an absolute wrong. It is. But I understand yeah, the I, pressures, the, I understand the pressures that lead to that. Right. You know, I mean, and I, and I see it in all, in the anxiety my students express about grades in every other part of class life. Yeah. You know, uh, when I'm introducing an assignment, when I'm giving back an assignment, 
when I'm meeting with kids outside of class to talk about this, to talk yeah. about an assignment, you know, I mean, that, that anxiety, Yeah, I see it all the time, you know, I mean, if any, like, it's, it's, it's hard to be like in all, in all of those other places, you know, I see the sort of like, uh, the recipe for mm-hmm. what happens in the, in the moment of the actual thing. Yeah. Um, so, um, the, there was a student this year of mine who I, like, just love teaching. Mm-hmm. And um, I noticed, you know, we get an email that goes around if there's, like, a, a student who's by, like, some, something's happened. In some other part of their life, yeah. Yeah, and um, one, it came up that this student had um, plagiarized in another class. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just read the email and it really broke my heart because I thought how... It's, it's so sad that this student will define himself now in this way as someone who made this error when really the error is the adults and the community and the system yeah. because he was driven. I mean, yes, he should be held accountable. I'm yeah, not saying right. That, yeah. But I feel like he was driven to make that choice because of his surroundings mm-hmm. that, that, that really failed him. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think we set kids up to, feel like that's all they can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's we, true. We do. Yeah. And like, it's, and listen, by, by saying that, I am not in any way arguing Condoning, for, condoning, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, it's compli- I'm just pointing out the irony. I, yes, right. It's a, it is, it is a not, it's a wrong thing to do, but I understand yeah. the pressures that lead to it. You know, when I talk to kids both here and in other places about academic integrity, when they're sort of, when they've been caught. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of sympathy in most in the mo- in most cases. You know, I mean, it's I uh, I guess I should go back. I feel a mix. I feel a mix of sort of like uh, you know the how like how could you like how could you right? Yeah. This was Simon was supposed to help you, and right. you sort of like took the easy way out. Um, I feel a mix of that, and then also sort of sympathy. Right, you were at a tough moment. You felt like there was nothing else you could do. You certainly made the wrong decision. I know, you know, there were other ways that you could probably like help yourself out of a yeah. bind like this. Well, so and I say to and listen also, like I know kids probably cheat in my class. I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna say that no one cheats in my right, class because right. I say these things. But I say to them, if you are in a situation where it is, you know, eleven o'clock at night and you are finding yourself freaking out yep. about the and you won't almost hit that button to go to that internet source and copy and paste it into your own paper, whatever it is, that choice that you're about to make, before you do that, yeah. send me an email and I will work it out with you. Mm-hmm. We will figure it out together. Yeah. Like, so I try really Reach out for help. Reach yeah. out for help. Yeah. I try really hard to, to eliminate that as yeah. an option and let them know that it's going to be okay yeah. with me. Like, I would rather you make this choice to say it's going to be late and I need help yep. versus I'm going to go to Google and paste somebody else's words into mm-hmm. my paper. Mm-hmm. Listen, but, you know, I mean, I don't think that works every time. Yeah. But I try to say it. Right. You know, I try to make it really clear. Do you have language in your class, like when you're talking about academic integrity, right? That's sort of like the what do you do in this moment of stress. Do you, do you, do you have any conversation with your kids about just in general why cheating is wrong in class? I feel like I do have like a little bit of a spiel for what I tell kids. I don't know if it's a spiel, but I think it's probably maybe not the word cheating, mm-hmm. but we talk about like moral yeah. values mm-hmm. and and right and wrong a lot. And yeah. so I think 
but I don't have a spiel. That the I thing start. that I the thing that I usually say at the beginning of classes each year is, you know, I mean this pertains in some ways to English, but in some ways also to every every discipline. Yeah. That this stuff is right. This the value of this stuff is is in part because right. There's this school that has said that this stuff is va- is valuable for you. It will give you this knowledge, which you're going to build in future years. You're going to be learning grammar and punctuation, right? And you're going to learn about the content of these books. Right. Um, but there's also, I mean, there's moral yeah. growth that happens when you read. Yeah. When you like, when you read a great novel yeah. or a great poem, right? There's moral. There's like the there's moral growth in sort of like struggling through mm-hmm. an essay. You know, I always tell my kids, you know, I want you to have moments in this class that are not going to feel fun. Right. You know, I want you to have moments, right, that are yeah. going to feel like where you're going to have to push a little bit. Um, I, and, but I say to sort of deny yourself of those moments where you got to like, like grit your teeth and sort mm-hmm. of like, then push. That it that sort of like undoes the entire purpose of mm-hmm. the course, you know, that those the, those moments of sort of like strength of fidelity and integrity to lose to lose that means that even if you leave the course and you know the facts mm-hmm. of the course none of it has re- has really mattered do you, you think know? it works to say that i mean no in the sense that <laughs> I, it's, she, I mean i've had an academic integrity situations here um at the same time i think it's hard i think i think it's hard it's it always strikes me as odd. This I always have that conversation the first couple days yeah. of the course, and at the same time we're talking about grading policy, mm-hmm. and we're talking right, about exactly. and we're and we're talking about yeah. like the sort of like rigorous expectations of the course, you know. So it's it's I think it always it strikes me as odd to to sort of have this very human mm-hmm. sort of um entreaty mm-hmm. to my students, while it's sort of surrounded by yeah sort of bureaucratic stuff. And even bigger than that, like, surrounded by, uh, I think, other kids and adults who model terrible, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, you, you can see betrayal and lying and um, all of these sort of, like, um, yeah. what's the word, surreptitious behavior mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. around them. Look at even um, the professional athletes or the politicians sure, or... Sure. Um, their favorite musician, whatever it is. I mean, the... You do what you gotta do to get ahead. Yeah. I mean, they see it that, yeah, that person made that wrong, and he's still succeeding. Mm -hmm. So I can make this wrong. I can write these uh, planet, solar system information on my arm and still be a successful student. And I was. Right. I I certainly was. Yeah, I sort of buoyed up from that and continued to... Fly all the way here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. I It it all feels, I don't know, it just feels so, so bad. I know, I know. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, on all different levels. I don't know if we yeah. can, you know, I don't know what the, the way around it is other yeah. than to start to deconstruct some of, like, traditional yeah. grading systems and traditional... Yeah. Just... Well, it makes me... And honestly, it makes me think even... Um, I know that some things that people have started to do here sort of, like... I mean, there's certainly more and more group projects, mm-hmm. um, collaborative kind of experiences, mm-hmm. but even, like, group essays or group tests yeah. are things that I really haven't experimented that much with in my classes, but at least 
that I mean the idea of those is really lovely because it said like it sort of is um, allowing for that sort of collaborative experience that for sure. the most part right what you what we're penalizing kids for when they cheat is is making a collaborative experience when we told them there was there, there yeah. should not be yeah you know yeah. Um, when in so many other parts of their lives yeah they are encouraged to be collaborative so I yeah. like the idea of those I haven't done much work with it but. There's always, you know, the, I mean, this is like cheating and lying. I mean, in some ways they're similar in that, like, in the group work, there will always, there could be that kid that yeah. doesn't do anything sure, and says right, he does a lot. Sure, right, group projects have their you know, own, so I think, yeah, yeah. But at the same, but that is a, like a valiant attempt for sure. And if there's, if there's accountability, that student who does sort of lie his way through it and mm-hmm. doesn't help the group, yeah, um, will, if there is accountability, will certainly be um highlighted but but still i mean i i don't know do away with the quizzes you the reading yeah, quizzes I know, in class I, <laughs> I tell my kids to sit like every other yeah I'll spread, try out, spread out <laughs> and they say why we're not gonna cheat and i'm like I'm like i was in your shoes yeah once and I, you don't and have I, to say yeah, that to right, me right I, or i just say well i want this to be just a private experience for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> a private ruminative experience <laughs> Man, man. Well, Mr. Wood, if you're listening, sixth grade science teacher, I'm sorry. And Drew Amicelli, you bastard for cheating (laughs) off me. I'm going to find you. (laughs) All right. So, um, in the spirit of being vulnerable, we've we've confessed some things. But if you, listeners, if you have other thoughts about cheating, about pressures that lead to it. Ways to handle it. Yeah. If you have other ideas, let us definitely let us know. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening for another week. I'm Austin Davis. And I'm Laura Milligan. And this is Potagogy. We'll see you later. Bye.